1: Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
2: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: All right ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio.
4: It is a very special week. Yes, today is the first official day that the Almost Famous Podcast is breaking down this year's episode of The Bachelorette. Ashley. How pumped are you to be back in season now, officially?
0: Oh, it's so fun to have something to concretely talk about.
4: <laughs> it is. It's great. We've had a lot of fun in the off season. Uh, a lot of stuff happening in Bachelor Nation. Uh, not as many changes as maybe the off before. But <laughs> you mean still,
0: last year? Yeah, there's Whoa. a lot of changes then.
4: Uh, <laughs> but now we're back talking about this season. I have a feeling, Ashley, before we do this podcast, I always get on Twitter and try to get the the like very non-scientific um vibe.
0: Consensus yeah.
4: of what Bachelor Nation is feeling. I will say this to kick us off. I think they really like Gabby and Rachel a lot.
0: I think so too. I think I'm so excited li- for everyone.
4: Yeah, and I think they're gonna like Gabby. Like this isn't a I don't even know what season it would be where we like start out really liking the lead and then as the season goes on, we kind of like, you know, eh, we don't like them as much now. I think Gabby and Rachel are only going to continue to shine throughout the season. Yeah, when
0: you like look up stuff, even on like message boards, people seem to always be positive about them. There's like not a lot of hate out there, not a lot of criticism. I I don't want to say hate, but criticism. Uh, And I think that we, we had people come to Audrey's yesterday for a watch party. Yeah. It was a packed house, and I had already watched the episode. I was getting some work done in the back room when the episode was actually airing, you know, when people are mingling about before the episode. Of course, I'm out there. But um, I was listening to the crowd reaction, and they loved the episode. They were just, they were so vocal, and they were laughing, and... And it was totally different than the Clayton season. The Clayton season, we got more like, no. But with this, we got a lot of laughter, a lot of like cheering. It was awesome.
4: Yeah, I think it's going to continue to be well uh, followed. That is interesting. Ashley, at your watch party, do people watch it or is it just on in the background and people aren't engaged or are they very engaged?
0: No, that's like, it's really cool. I thought, oh, we're going to have a watch party. It's like an excuse for people to mingle. They're not going to ever pay attention to the episode. And then they're going to have to go home and and watch it. But not at all. So we do like, I like go around the room before the show. And then after the show, Jared and I do like a little meet and greet mingle. And uh, we do like Q&A during like an intermission and like towards the end. But, like, people are glued into the show the entire time. It's really, it's nice. Really nice. That,
4: They're totally engaged. That is nice. Now, here's the weird part, Ashley. Uh, something interesting to consider. The ratings have just came out as of 27 minutes ago.
0: Holy crap, holy.
4: <gasps> um, so.
0: Oh, God, Ben, the suspense. Make it even more suspenseful than you already are.
4: Uh, it, it is crazy to think this. Season 18, so last season of ABC's uh, Bachelor, averaged a 0.65 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic and 2.89 million viewers. That's last okay. season, okay?
0: 2.89, 2.89 million. 2 million. 2 million.
4: Yeah. Okay. eight hundred thousand. okay? For Michelle's. For Michelle's.
0: Okay, and?
4: Last Ooh. night. In oh, God. <laughs> In the 18 to 49 demo, it was down 24% with (gasps) 2.7 million viewers, which is a total of being down 9% from last year's premiere.
0: What was the number, the million number?
4: 2.7 million.
0: 2.7 million versus
4: 2.9. Yeah. Damn is that interesting? I did not expect that. I I really thought...
0: neither.
4: ...that last night was going to be a massive home run. Now, I think it still won the evening. I think it still was the highest watched show on network television. However, um, people maybe aren't tuning in night of. That could still be a thing. Maybe uh, when the streaming uh, numbers come out, they're going to see that people tuned in tonight or tomorrow... Uh, But, yeah, uh, it's down, which is shocking to me as we get started. I think it's going to be a great season. I will say right now I think people should watch this season if they're at all a fan of the franchise and they're looking for maybe that kind of throwback, old-school feel where the contestants uh, so far haven't added a lot of drama. The Bachelorettes are incredible leads. I think this is going to have a great feel, but... As far as we know right now, people didn't tune in, and so we're going to have to wait and see. That doesn't change our excitement for this season. It doesn't change our excitement to break down this episode. We have a whole lot to break down, and so let's start, Ashley, with the introduction of the two Bachelorettes you mentioned uh, during the 12 Days of Celebration that you felt like it was a, uh, we were having a hard time as viewers connecting with the leads over the last few seasons, did you feel like the show did a good job last night helping us connect and root for Gabby and Rachel?
0: I feel like Gabby and Rachel are our friends. Okay, I definitely feel like we know them. They're like our gal pals. Yeah. And I again, I want to reiterate, I feel like we've gotten that sense of unknowing more so with The Bachelors and Bachelorettes. Because like, I, I feel pretty friendly with Michelle and Katie, too, yep. even though I don't know them both personally very well.
4: Uh, I, I would say the same thing. I think the bachelor needs a great season. I didn't. And this is is a side note. I didn't see last night. It's too early on any guys that stood out as like, that's going to be the next bachelor. Like that looks like oh. the bachelor to me. I, I think there should be some guys in the weeks two and three that really shine and shows who they are. And we'll go, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Now last night, I just didn't get that feeling, which is great because it was very focused on Gabby and Rachel. Best part of the episode to me was right off the beginning can you guess what it was?
0: Um, I'll
4: just tell you right now.
0: Them, Yeah, I don't want to guess.
4: <laughs> the so amazing missed belly bump that both of them did when they saw each other after Rachel landed in LA in her plane and Gabby uh-huh. went to pick her up. And they like belly bumped each other, but like one of them didn't really get off the ground. The other one kind of did. And they kind of just like missed each other and then fell backwards. I was like, I like these girls. These girls, are, <laughs> these are real girls who are just here to have a good time and to try to figure out if this thing can work. And that's when I was like, I am cheering for them from now until the end.
0: Yeah, I agree. They it's you know what makes me laugh? <laughs> when Gabby's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, like she said yesterday in our interview and uh If you did not listen to our interview with Gabby and Rachel, we encourage you to go back and listen to that. That aired last night at 9 p.m. Uh, We had both leads on. Gabby admitted that Rachel puts words to thoughts and that Gabby just likes to stand there and kind of say, yeah, because Rachel has the words. And I think that's great. Good for them.
0: I love that. That's like us, Ben. You're like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Well, sometimes uh, you have to have a great partner um, and you balance each other out. And I think they're going to balance each other out really well.
0: What keeps baby skin healthy? For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
1: The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day, whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade. At the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See Home Depot.com. .com/delivery for details. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
2: Hi everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox cosmetic, Onabotulinum toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's
4: talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
0: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down.
4: Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge.
0: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost.
4: Okay, so that leads us into the second segment of the episode, Ashley, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. The men were filmed watching kind of the announcement of the two Bachelorettes. We kind of had a a behind-the-scenes look at them watching with their families or in their hotel rooms. What did you think of that little segment?
0: Okay, I liked the segment that felt like draft day. (laughs) Like they were sitting there waiting for their names to be called, right? Everybody was so excited when the two were announced. And it did seem like real genuine excitement that they were getting two Bachelorettes and the two Bachelorettes were who they were. Really, really adorable, actually. What I don't remember now, like, now that I'm, like, 24 hours removed from watching the episode, I, there was no package, no guy package that really stood with me as being like, ah, oh, that's one. There wasn't really. Was there? Did they even, like, have packages?
4: We didn't have packages.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. We didn't have packages. That's why I don't remember, guys. That's why I don't remember. But we did get, like, little intros. Little, little... Here or theirs, right?
4: Yeah. I will tell you this. I, <laughs> I'm not I don't
0: remember intros.
4: Yeah. We I uh, I kind of enjoy two things that happened last night. One, uh none of these guys were introduced to us months ago at some live show. I'm over that. That was just mm-hmm. weird. It didn't make any sense. I felt like it kind of set them up to be front runners uh early on, even though a lot of them never lasted past the you know, past early on. But it was just it's just awkward, and it, it didn't really make sense to me. The second is I can go without the packages. I mean... Um,
0: Apparently, I, we definitely I, can go without the packages.
4: <laughs> I just, though, I, there are some packages in the past that do stand out to me. You do get to, go, get to know the guys a little better, some of them, from these packages. But oftentimes, if you've noticed recently, and tell me if you think I'm crazy, a lot of the packages have included people that just don't last very long. So we waste yeah. half of the episode watching a bunch of dudes who we don't watch past night one.
0: So, so true. Yeah. Because really, the producers don't know when they go and they pick, you know, they pick like a third of people yeah. to go meet in their hometown. They don't know who's going to really last. No. They can just use their best guess.
4: Yeah. So I, I'm okay trying without it. I mean, I do think some of them are are important. I remember the Tyler Cameron package where he's like uh, shirtless dancing around in some house that he was building back then. Uh, and I was like, what that dude's like about, like, he's like a professional dancer. Like, well, how's this going to play out? He's so like agile.
0: Yeah. That was the beginning of like his Patrick Swayze vibe. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that sticks with me. I remember that, that package, but for the most part, they're pretty forgettable. And so we just got the behind the scenes of them getting excited about the announcement. Probably one of those reasons. And I think we're going to have this all season. One of the reasons I'm excited, uh, they probably cut packages because they're going to have so much content uh, to show that we don't need any filler space. Like we don't need those exactly random kind of segments that don't make a lot of sense for the season. I, I bet we have less B-roll this season than ever, where people are walking mm-hmm. around the cities. Uh, I bet mm-hmm. we have uh, still beautiful pictures of the landscape, but I think we just have a lot of content to get through. I mean, we saw it with Gabby and Rachel. They said it yesterday. They barely got to talk to anybody. They talked to half of the people uh, on night one because I think it's That's gonna, wild. It's wild. Uh, I talked That's to every crazy. single person, <laughs> every single person. And I had spoken on my night one, not because it was something that, I mean, I wanted to do that. Obviously I think everybody wants to do that, but it was just part of it. Like you did, we were able to do it because there wasn't so many. They only got yeah, the half. I think Chris.
0: I think Chris souls maybe didn't talk to like four or five of the girls, but out of, I think we had 30. That's a huge chunk. Yeah. And the, the fact that like they said collectively, they only got through half is so crazy. I don't know why
4: that is. Yeah, there had to be more going on behind the scenes. I bet they had more time. Rachel and Gabby talking like on the side that they yeah. were filming because if two of them, like between the two of them, you would think they would been able to get to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I you would think one, you know,
0: the guys may not have talked to both,
4: but yeah. I don't know. So okay. So we get to night one now, Ashley. We are at the mansion. Uh the guys are gonna be pulling up. They're getting excited. Uh what are your thoughts now in this moment as you're watching the episode? Are you excited? Are you anxious? Um, are you do you feel like you're watching the Bachelorette again, or do you do you feel like this is kind of some spin off show because there's two bachelorettes
0: oh I feel like i'm I'm watching The Bachelorette okay. there are two things that really stand out to me about like this section of the episode one, why did Gabby get the much better dress? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Good question do you feel like do like you
0: think- I feel like come I wanted to almost ask them yesterday but I was like no I'm not going to say that to Rachel like that's sad like of course not but like Gabby gets this va va voom dress and then Rachel's like covered up to her neck I don't know I just wasn't a fan of that dress and I just thought that like one was such a like a a stunner interesting unique dress and I think it says a lot I think like it actually like something like that while it seems vain and surface level I think it in a moment where the two of them mm-hmm. are standing next to each other, they need to have comparable dresses.
4: <laughs> yeah, I he, here's the truth. I didn't even realize this. Um, didn't I, I? Don't even remember what dresses either of them were wearing. Um, but I'm glad you bring that out. Now I imagine Ashley, at least in my scenario, they could they picked their dress. Of
0: course, you're probably right. There was definitely a say. It wasn't like Carrie, the stylist, was yeah. like you're gonna wear this and you're gonna wear that i'm sure that they had both a selection to choose from and i'm not saying that like like obviously rachel's dress is pretty it's just like <sighs> gabby's dress was so sexy and so like interesting and then there was just like Wah. let me know people am i being mean or do you totally understand I what i'm saying
4: mean. no i think i don't think it's mean i think it's a it's a fair opinion I, I wonder, though, if we go one step further and say, okay, if they got to pick their dresses, is this a part of showing who they are, their personality is? Uh, yeah. That, you know, Gabby felt more comfortable on night one, you know, in that dress and kind of, you know, showing who she is. And then Rachel said, no, I want this dress to show who I am. And that's just kind of their unique personalities.
0: Look at you, Ben.
4: Side by side.
0: I love the way you think. Well, no, I mean. Because it, it is, you know, Um Rachel is definitely more reserved. Mm-hmm. She um, is like less sex forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gabby's like talking about, she's like, it's, it hasn't been a year since I've had yeah, sex. She, and she's, that she's that like talking about making out and all that. Yeah. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't see that from Rachel. Yeah. But yeah. Actually, so, that's a great point.
4: So it's a good parallel. Something to watch throughout the season now is their mm-hmm. two personalities kind of shining uniquely amongst each other. Okay. So the guys pull up to the mansion Uh, Ashley. I think um, for just sake of simplicity here on this podcast, let's go through some of the intros that stood out to you. Uh, Which ones are memorable to you? Which ones are forgettable for you? Which ones are also maybe memorable, but uh, a tad, uh, I don't want to say awkward, but maybe unattractive for you? Mm -hmm. Um, Let's go through some of those intros. You lead us along here.
0: Okay, and I just want to make my second point was that I noticed that the guys would hug Gabby or look at Gabby first, and I don't even know that that's really an attraction thing, because I think both girls are so gorgeous. Um, I think it might be like an open thing, like Gabby might be like a little bit more like uh, outgoing.
4: Yeah, I also, I thought about this. Cause I remember my night one on the bachelorette and having two bachelorettes there. And I remember sitting in the limo right before oh, I walked God. out and I asked the producer, Todd, who was sitting right across from me. Uh, I said, which one do I say hi to first? Like, is there, a, I mean, this is my night one. I have no training in TV or how this camera stuff works. So I was like, is there a, a formula? right, On how you want to do it? He goes, no, you say hi to whichever one you want. And that made me more nervous. Cause I was like, well, crap, I'm going to lose either way here. Yeah. And, and so I just said hi to the person on the right first, because it's kind of like it felt like, I don't know, I'm a, I'm typically in life swayed to go to the right. You know, if there's two options, right or left, I'm going to go right. It just feels interesting. See, I would go left because it's like how you read left to right. Fair. So I think it was I think it's maybe just a comfort thing. I don't in that moment, Ashley, you know, this and and listeners, you've heard us say this that is not a thought through moment. You are black. Like you are so nervous. Like everything goes blurry. You're just trying to walk the 50 feet to get to them, not make a fool of yourself, say your name and get out of there so that you can get some like comfort. That is, there is no, there's very few people that confidently, uh, have that moment down pat. And they do it like with a thought through, like with a thoughtful, um, uh, Action. I mean, that's why I'm always impressed with these dudes who have like lines and poems and huge entrances. I'm like, you guys are crazy. Like, <laughs> I, I literally couldn't walk even. I was so nervous.
0: <laughs> um, I was thinking, I want to make a point to say, talk to a producer, and they said they were very, like, they made it, it it'd be an important thing that the girls were together during that intro and not separate like Caitlyn and Britt. Because with Caitlyn and Britt, I mean, that's just setting them up to actually be competing directly against each other. And they wanted it to be like a united front. That's good. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
1: The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day, whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade. At the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See Home Depot.com. .com/delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.
2: Hi everyone, this is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox cosmetic, Onobotulinum toxin A and iPhone Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
4: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing Ever. For real. Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
0: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
4: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
4: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture,
0: okay this is like the first season where i wasn't really turned off by any intro like i can't think of one that i was come like oh on. that was gross really, really? um wait you does one throw out come up to you as being gross yeah
4: not maybe which one I-, I thought it was i had a big like a lot of a big issue or not a big issue. Like, I'm not like thinking I didn't like lose sleep over it. Oh, I know. No, I'm stupid. <laughs> I, thought I, do, choir, I, have... I thought the yeah, choir. I thought the choir was, inappropriate. was horrible. I thought it was That's... inappropriate for Clayton. I mean, this dude, like, he, he was just trying to go through this process. I know people maybe aren't the biggest fans of Clayton, but he showed himself to now be a very committed uh, boyfriend to Susie, and he's, you know, worked his way out of this. You know, obviously his name's gonna be brought up because he was just the last season. Uh, that's expected. But I thought to have a choir uh, sing a hateful song about any human, one is just hard to watch. And two, it was kids. Like, yeah, you had kids doing this. If it was an adult choir, I'm like, whatever, that was just goofy. But you're gonna have a bunch of kids spew hate in a song about another man as you get out of a limo. For me, I was I'm, I was over it for the moment it started. And I think it was something that I said, I, I don't know where this came from. I don't know where this was born from, but I did not enjoy it. And I, I did. I thought it was one of the worst entrances I've ever seen on the show.
0: I apologize for that not coming to my mind. When you said the word gross, I was thinking more like, gross humor yeah, um yeah. but yeah i already talked about on the gabby and rachel episode yesterday how i thought that was just pff, really really uh, uh distasteful um yeah wow that who's but whose entrance was that that's what's weird we think we think of the chorus but we have no idea or at least i have no idea who came out to that
4: yeah, you're right, Ashley. Because it's it's forgettable. Because we remember the choir, we don't remember the person stepping out. Because we're all probably so consumed with the choir. But it was Alec who got out of the limo at that moment uh, and kind of walked forward again. Can't fully blame him because I don't think he wrote that song, and I also don't think he had hired this choir. But he, <laughs> yeah. but, but I will say this: no matter what the plans was, he agreed to it, and I think exactly. that's what we, he agreed to have that be his entrance. And I yeah. think for that, we need to go, eh, come on. There's got to be more to this story than what we see then.
0: I agree. Then there was Roby uh, who did the card trick. And hey, I know Roby is a little bit off and that he got eliminated in this episode. But you get me with the card trick.
4: Oh, I loved Roby. I thought <laughs> Roby. I'm shocked Roby went home because I think Roby is probably one of the, he won Um, he'd be super entertaining in the house where there's nothing to do because there are cards that you can play. Mm -hmm. Two, he seemed very kind uh, and very nice. Now, he's nervous. Sure, everybody is. Maybe he's not as smooth as some of the other guys are. He couldn't hide his nerves as much. That's okay, too. I liked Roby. I don't know if he was meant to marry either of them, (laughs) but I sure as hell wanted to see more of him. I wanted to watch him for a few weeks at the least.
0: Do you think that his name is actually Roby or is it Robbie and he likes to be interesting?
4: Well, that's a good question. I don't know. I I want to, I want to imagine his name's Robbie and he wants to be interesting. I like that more. I mean, he just seems like the type of guy, Ashley, that if he was here two or three weeks, one, he'd be a fan favorite. Two, he would do and like people in the house would love him. And then three, he would shine in paradise. I'm not maybe saying romantically. I'm just saying yeah. that he's like, he would become one of those people in Bachelor Nation that people just love to meet and be around because he's entertaining and he's he's intriguing. Uh, I think there's a lot more to Roby than what we saw. I was shocked, I guess in, in short, I was shocked to go home. Okay, that's enough about Roby. He did the card <laughs> trick. He went home. We won't hear about him again, maybe in Paradise. I don't know if he's there. But what other intros were really kind of, that stood out to you?
0: Okay, I won't say it was like a specific one, but I will say the first like five or ten minutes of intros, maybe the first five guys that come out of the limo, I'm like impressed by. Yeah. I'm like cute cute and nice-seeming, cute and well put together, like all that. And I feel like it's been a while since we had a season where it was like, ah, good catch. Oh, this could be a good group, you know? Yeah. And that was the vibe that I got with that first limo or so.
4: I, I would say the same thing. I really think the first intro then that threw me off, uh, you know, and... and the I,
0: first intro threw you off?
4: No, the first intro that did throw me off. Like, all of them yeah, yeah, originally yeah. were, like, how intros, I believe, should be done. They yeah. should just be an intro. Like, I'm here. I'm excited to talk to you. It, you look beautiful. All right, see you later, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. It was the guy, I, I and I imagine if... I could see myself doing this, trying to say it with the best of intentions, and then going to bed that night and banging my, he- my head against the pillow being like, you are such an idiot. You are so awkward. Why can't you be smoother? I that's was my dating life. Um, it's fun to be married and give that up. But, um, so fun, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so great. But uh, is the guy that came up and was like, I haven't had sex in a year and a half.
0: Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I thought that, that was, was so the, weird. You're right. That was the first one that like, I'm like watching, ca- you know, like I'm watching, I'm watching casually. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden, I have an had sex in the year. And then you like perk up and you're like, what, what was that? Like, what was
4: the point? Like, was, I mean, he didn't, and I, I imagine he was like, in his mind, he was like, okay, I'm going to tell them that I've been really excited for this and I'm super committed to this and I've saved myself uh, for, for, for a year and a half to, to meet you all. Well, one, he didn't know he was going to be on the show for a year and a half. So there's like a oh, year there where he has to explain what he was waiting on. And two, all he said then was, I've had sex in a year and a half because I've been waiting for you two. And then it was like an awkward silence. And Gabby, even when he walks away, goes, Well, that makes one of us. And I thought that was amazing. I like, I thought she's so good.
0: So funny. But love weird, it, right? Like, it. that was
4: awkward. That was not, like...
0: It was so was weird. No it was like he was missing a point. Yeah. Like, the producers definitely, like, were like, well, well what, what could we talk about that's really interesting about you? And then he said that. Yeah. And then they, like, probably came up with, like, this... Something that, that would, like, come to a point. Like, a meaning. And then, like, he totally missed it. Or just, like, didn't deliver it with a confidence that he should have. I don't actually think that there's really anything you could... Like, I don't I think that was a bad move to say in general. And that's just Can you imagine weird. Your, it's
4: your first meeting. Like if I'm. Your
0: first meeting? Yeah. Like what if
4: I go on a blind date? Okay. Yeah. I sit down at the table. I said, I'm so excited to meet you tonight. I haven't had sex in a year and a half. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> your opening line at
4: a bar. <laughs> yes, that is like. That's what you have to think of this as. Hey, I'm a good guy. I want you to know that like I'm not a player. I've had sex in a year and a half. Like, any girl is going to be like, well, I mean, that's tight. Like, <laughs> tell me more. This is
0: from Ben Higgins, who's so openly, you know... Yeah. Went without for a long time.
4: Yeah, my wife and I saved ourselves for marriage with each other, obviously, uh, because on national television, you know, I admitted the the, the opposite. But <laughs> Jessica and I were together for three years. It wasn't... It's something we've talked about many times. Um, but, like, that was not Jessica's opening line to me. <laughs>
0: You this know, so funny. You're like it is it. She
4: didn't come, like, she, we didn't have our first date, and she's like, Hey, you know, by the way, uh, I've been, I'm super excited to be here tonight. Just to let you know, I've had sex in, you know, my lifetime. I'm like, No, that took a, a few dates. It took some, like, Hey, tell me about yourself, tell me what's important to you kind of conversations. Anyways, it was weird to me. Uh, that threw me off. Any other stood out to you, Ashley, uh, in terms of entrances? <laughs>
0: um jacob on the horse when the girls were like it's fabio it's fabio i mean it's pretty classic um guys then tino massive
4: massive pecs on the on on the dude i mean yeah yeah really poked out there Uh, (laughs) and he was all oily of course that was good yeah yeah
0: Yeah. Uh and then there was tino and his entrance to me felt like that classic ah he's it entrance that we get it was like a Jordan Rogers. Yeah. It was like a Sean Booth. It was just like that's the moment. It yeah. was the moment for one of them. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Rachel. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was like
4: he was confident. He's obviously good looking. Um, it was smooth, but again, it was very simple. It was, hey, I'm here for you, or you two, or whoever you know. He was there for the the beginning. And he walks in, and and from that you can kind of just see the spark. Now, I also have a theory, Ashley. The music changed when he got out of the limo.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
4: So I think we remember, like, we have a little like thought uh, in the back of our minds about him because the music supported his entrance. they but love like that. How
0: the music. So it's like, OK, now you're going to feel this for this guy and then it's going to go away and he's going to stand out in your heart. It's just like, you know how smells get you yeah. like they jog your nostalgia. Yeah. That music will do the same thing. Definitely. And it's such a cool little mental trick.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, if I was if I was a contestant now, my only request to the show would be make sure it's always really good music behind me. People Mine like was never. Yeah, people. Mine was
0: always. Oh
4: man. Okay, so Ashley, the entrances are done. We've gone through the ones that stood out to us. It is now time for Rachel and Gabby, as they say, to divide and conquer, and talk to all thirty-two men who have walked through that door. Uh, the opening speech, in my opinion, was great. It was what was needed. Uh, it was special. Um, the two of them together doing it. Again, we get a sense of support that the two of them have for each other. I think that's going to be a theme throughout the season. I also, after talking to Jesse uh, last week on the podcast, I'm not fully convinced that the show uh, expected uh, such support. Like, this could have gone very poorly where the two women do get jealous and envious and they collide. and But I think Gabby and Rachel are so great that the show got really lucky and the two of them really do go through this whole season supporting each other. And I, do, I don't mm-hmm. know if the show, I think once they met Gabby and Rachel, they're like, oh, yeah, these two people will be great. But I, I think the show, it could have really backfired on them if they didn't have that kind of strength within each other.
0: Well, like I said yesterday, it's like you girls are like so good. Like you are good quality people. You're far better than me. Yeah. You guys were encouraging each other to make out with the other guy that you liked. Like what? Like these yeah. are special too.
4: Yeah. I, I I don't know if I could. I mean, I don't even know if I could do that. I think I would be jealous and envious. Um, but yeah, they're like encouraging each other. To, <laughs> I mean, the two of them, I just think are are awesome. I'm a big fan of the two of them. <laughs>
0: For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
1: The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See Home homedepot.com com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot: How doers get more done.
2: Hi everyone, this is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation; it's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to
3: survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, Oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. yeah. Right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is,
2: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
4: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
0: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair tease on my upper lip, and I was like... try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
4: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
4: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture culture. Okay, so Gabby and Rachel then break off to start talking to the men. Uh, Ashley, just like we did with the intros, what conversations or what moments really stood out to you? Good and bad.
0: All right, so it's mostly Rachel's that stood out to me. Okay. So I'll start there. One with the race car driver, Jordan. Loved that convo. He surprised her. He surprised us all. I think he kind of looks like a baby. He's a race car driver. And just like... Something about him getting out of the limo. What do you did, mean? Looks like a baby. He, he kind of looks like a little babe.
4: Uh, a little babe.
0: You know what I think? You know, he's like. Do he you find looks him like good looking? A kid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For sure. Do you?
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I
0: think he's a good-looking dude. I think. I think he's one of the better-looking guys. Like, I, I, I definitely have my eye on him if I were the girls.
4: I think he stood out to me. I, I, if we'd have to listen back, but he was in some of my like guys to look out for in a good way. Oh. Okay. Before the season started, um, and he's a race car driver. I mean, that's. It's just cool.
3: He,
0: he, I guess there was like a sense of young to me. um, And I was like, oh, I don't know if like the girls are going to be like down for like the young vibe, but he like, he had like swag and like a sweetness. And I felt like uh, definitely some sexual tension between the two of them when they were going around the car really liked that moment. Of course, really liked her moment with Tino yeah. That was great at the stairs. So cute. And then after she gave him the first impression, Rose loved that moment between the two of them, too. Like, uh, you, if you look at the scenes for the next episodes, it's her making out with Tino in, like, every spot in the world. Well, I mean, that's kind of tight. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds
4: fun. <laughs> you know who the race car driver kind of looks like to me?
0: Jeff Home? No. Oh.
4: Come on. Uh, Ryan Philippi.
0: Oh, you know I love Ryan Philby <laughs> so much. Holy shit.
4: Does he kind of look like him?
0: I love Ryan Phillippe. Yes, yes, there is, yes. Okay. See? A permanent youth. You know what? Ryan Philby's like 47.
4: Yeah, he looks like he's 22.
0: I know. Well, good for him. Oh, my God. He, talk about swag and sexuality. Don't yeah. get me started with Ryan Phillippe. Um
4: Ashley's shifting in her seat. She's all <laughs> She's all bothered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so then <laughs> there was one other guy for that, for Rachel that I was really feeling her with. do you, Does anybody come Aven? to your mind for her? even Avon. Yeah, Avon. That was so. I like their convo. So cute. Like, yeah. there's some great guys. He's gonna be around her.
4: a while. He's kind of like on the Tina level. Maybe night one, he didn't kind of stand out as much because he didn't have that unique like staircase kind of moment. But I think Avon is. Uh, I just think he's going to be around a while. I think he's kind of both of their types in a lot of way. Uh-huh. And he seemed, um, just even like from his facial expressions, you know, which is all you have to go off of really on night one around the other guys. He just kind of seems like that guy that, one, people like. Um, I do say, I will say, you know, the Tinos of the world who get the first impression rows make me nervous because we kind of get built up liking this contestant and then... uh over the last few seasons, sometimes they disappoint us or we aren't sold out on them. However, Tino, and this was such a small line that he said, but he, it's awkward to get the first impression rose. I remember kind of when I was in that house and Sean got the first impression rose and he walked back in and he sat down. And like, you can't really help it, but you're jealous. You're angry. You're like, uh, you know, could have been me. Uh and Tina walks into the room and he goes, all right, guys, I'm going to sit here so you can all get like angry at me or he said something like that. And it like made it a joke. And then all of them kind of mm-hmm. laughed. Like he knew it was going to be awkward and he confronted it and he kind of did it in a humble way. And I was like, I, th- I think this dude might be legit. Like, I don't think he's going to disappoint us because he, re- he had the social awareness to recognize how uncomfortable it was for him to come back into the room. And he also mm-hmm. had the confidence to speak it out loud to the whole group. And as a result, I have a feeling that will continue for the rest of the season. Uh, unlike some who get the first impression rose, who kind of sit down and we hear him like in the ITM being like, look at this. Yeah. I got the first impression you know, that kind of yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah. Agreed. And then there's Mario who got yep. Gabby's first impression rose. I didn't feel as much between them as I did between Rachel and Tino. What about you?
4: Well, I mean, I think it was a. Gr- I think it was a good moment. They were both wanting somebody to kiss them. Uh, the race car driver really missed the boat there on that one. I think he had a great yeah. shot of first impression. Was if he just would have, you know, leaned in. However, it's night one, and you don't know, you know, what's appropriate you really and what's don't not. Know. Uh, I,
0: I, I would have thought no kissing on night one. If yeah. I, especially at the time that we were on the show, kissing on night one was not a norm. Not a norm. And now it is.
4: Yeah, but I, you know, I think. There is, when, when you do kiss somebody, there is this level of I, I like you, I'm attracted to you kind of feeling. So it is comfortable to do, but it's still uncomfortable to do because it's night one. You've just met them and you know that they're meeting a lot of people. Uh, I, so anyways, the Mario kiss, like that was just like an awkward kiss to me. Uh, okay same watching it was like whoa like they kind of went like nose to nose for a bit Uh, they didn't like (laughs) Gabby
0: said it was a good kiss she was like I really vibed that and I was like oh really because it didn't look the best to watch I'm
4: sure there's more to it than what we saw but they did go nose to nose for a bit which is always (laughs) uncomfortable and they didn't really get out of the nose to nose angle for a few seconds there which kind of was hard to watch Um, I get really uncomfortable when people kiss on this show so I, I have a hard time watching it but I did feel like his assertiveness and his ability to take that step and, and just his his uh question asking made me say, okay, there's something here. Maybe it, maybe we don't have the spark like we think we have with Tino and Rachel, but we have something there. So I wasn't shocked that he got the first impression, Rose, really. Um Okay. I, then I did, there was I did and I want to hear, you know, this is obviously something that is is really cool, but unlike When you watch a show in the past, every guy, at least that I remember, last night asked for permission to kiss them.
0: I like that for night one. For night one, that's cool because you literally have had a ten-minute conversation, and you're like, "Can I test the waters?"
4: Yeah, I thought it was. I thought that was like,
0: yeah, if that was like on a nine-hour date, I'd be like, "You don't have to do that." Well,
1: yeah,
4: I mean, once once there's like (laughs) chemistry and there's a relationship built, then like you know. Maybe you don't yeah. have to ask every time uh, yeah. for permission, <laughs> but um, I did find it uh, respectful and Me something too. unique that every guy, at least that I remember, that asked, like, that wanted to kiss them, asked them permission first.
0: Mm-hmm. Then there was Eric, who kissed uh, Gabby, but did not kiss Rachel, but had a good moment with both of them. Lots of laughter. Good chemistry between the two. I thought he was going to go from Gabby and kiss her and immediately go kiss Rachel. And then we would have had a nice little conversation on our hands. But that is not how it went. He was probably smart in not doing that. But he was definitely a little hurt at the fact that he didn't get one of their first impression roses. And thinking back, I do feel like Gabby had more of a chemistry, like a natural ease with him than she did with Mario. But maybe I'm wrong.
4: Yeah, we got to see a lot more of the conversation with Eric. I, I wondered if he was going to kiss both. Now that we know how comfortable the two of them are in this scenario, I wonder what would have gone on if, he, if they would mm-hmm. have said, I kissed Eric. Oh, I kissed Eric. and Yeah. Uh, I thought it was very wise of him. Uh, not that he didn't want to kiss Rachel, but I thought it was very wise of him to be like, hey, night one, like let's see how this thing plays out because you, you don't want to be that guy. Uh, I just don't think you do. You might yeah. it might work out for you. It might be a fine thing. I think he's a front runner here, but you just don't want to be that guy in the back of your mind that has kissed both leads on night one. Uh, I I had preconceived notions about Eric um, from his picture that was you know shown.
0: People think he looks like a Nick Vial.
4: Yeah, uh, and after kind of hearing him talk to both and hearing his ITMs, I. I, I, I was a lot more in favor of Eric. I think he had a good head on his shoulders. I thought he was not as maybe cocky as I assumed he was going to be.
0: See, I think he's cocky.
4: Really? Okay.
0: I think he's going to end up being cocky. That's fair. That there could was still happen. Subtle signs to me that he was like, oh, and I get first impression rose.
4: Yeah. Well, is it is it Eric or Ethan that? I don't. Had the
0: conversation
4: about the chest hair because I thought that's when I really liked that person too. Was one of them had a conversation about chest hair, and his, his line so quickly to Gabby was, Do you shave your chest hair? And I thought that's hilarious. I thought it was great. That is
0: hilarious.
4: Yeah. And, it, and then, I don't
0: know. And I think I, don't I thought it was a good
4: first, like funny, lighthearted conversation and a great first, like, line knowing Gabby's personality that she was gonna enjoy that, like, kind of humor. Uh, so, was
0: either. that Logan? No.
4: It was one of the. It was one of. It was either Eric or it was or, one of the guys. It was one of the guys, but whoever did it, <laughs> I think I like them a lot too. Okay.
0: There's there's one other one other guy that Which I guy? think stood out, and that's Ryan from Boston. Yeah, he made that, yeah. Gabby laugh a lot.
4: Yeah, you said that you thought Gabby really liked him. You don't think so? No, I, I don't. Not think so. I don't. I don't think I felt it as maybe as clearly as you did, but yeah. Okay. The laughter was uh important. Um and I think I'd only add one person to this list. It's Hayden. I thought Hayden was kinda quietly in the mix all night. Um
0: Yes, he was.
4: I thought he kind of uh was kind of the like quiet underdog who I believe we're gonna get to see a lot more of this season. He
0: from Florida?
4: Yeah. uh, There's one from
0: Florida that was like, that Rachel was like, oh, my brother lives in Tampa. And you just think there was something there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It might have been him. But those are the guys that stood out to us on night one. Uh, The guys that kind of may that we will be watching now Uh, again is as hard as it is for Gabby and Rachel to understand and know these guys names. It's even harder for us. We won't remember them till probably week five. Come
0: on now. you don't
4: remember them either. Yeah, but it's the guys and you know what they were talking about and you know the vibe of the moment. Okay, so we talked about the first impression rose Mario and Tino get the first impression rose Tino from Rachel Mario got his from Gabby. They're moving on which brings us into the final um, part of the show. Uh, One quick note as we go into uh, the rose ceremony that did not exist was that I really uh, became a bigger fan of Rachel after she admitted her fear of clowns, which is my fear and which would be my answer if I was sitting in that moment. Clowns are weird to me. Um, I don't know why they exist and I don't know (laughs) what they're good for. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh like a it's like a twice a year conversation that
4: brings up the fear of clowns doesn't make any sense it's so they are horrible um, yeah. i don't
0: understand as well why they exist especially in 2022
4: yeah they're weird so uh kudos <laughs> to rachel for being honest and uh, speaking on behalf of all of us who have a fear of clowns okay uh well we know that the rose ceremony now gets canceled and that gabby and rachel send home three people and three people only The twins, let's start there, shocking in some ways that they went home.
0: You guys, I thought that they were going to be like Pete Davidson twins from Staten Island based on their pictures. And I thought that they were going to be like BDE, you know? And I thought they were going to be a funny comedy duo together. I don't know. I guess I just literally thought that they are going to show up like Pete Davidson. (laughs) And they were the opposite of Pete Davidson. They are basically just like guys out of college that were still like, into talking about college. Yeah. And they were really stale. They were the opposite of what I was expecting. It was just like hanging out with two guys that, oh yeah, it's like, you know, I don't know. This is like the most this is like the most Ashley comment ever. Ben, put yourself back in the day when you used to like go on vacation with your family and you'd like scour for like girls to like kind of hang out with, with the for the week. Heck yeah. You 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 relate? No, uh, yeah, oh yeah. No, okay, great. <laughs> so my sister and I would go around and do this like on a cruise, right? It's like almost like you're interviewing like boyfriends for the week. Yeah, and then you'd sit down with these two and you'd be like, "Oh, they were okay to hang out with like for an hour, but like we're not gonna hang out with them for the rest of the week."
4: Well, it's weird too because they were, I think, two most followed people on social media going into this season. So my expectation was okay they're doing this and they're going to become uh c- kind of uh celebrities from the show but off the show and they're going to use this to increase their following and their whatever and so they're going to be around a while for the two of them to go home on night one was a little shocking because they are good looking and they are twins and there is mm-hmm. something to that i don't know what is to that now after kind of being a part of the ferguson twins on our, my season it was hard you know they were both really incredible. And so I wanted them both around. They both were unique in their own ways, but it got weird after a while because it felt like then just in that environment, when the group's hanging out together, like they sat next to each other because they're comfortable with each other and they're already friends with each other and they know each other. And then you go on dates and if the two of them are there, it's weird and it's hard to kind of separate which one's who uh, and it, it yeah, I don't know what storyline I guess could have existed unless they kind of split off and one dated one and one dated the other. But yeah, they went home. But I do think it was shocking for most people because I think after they it showed was, up, people thought, hey, they'll be around a while. And yeah, the conversation like Gabby's facial expressions during that conversation, where she kind of sat yeah. in the middle yeah. and one side on one side and the other, felt like yeah, there's no way these guys are around. Like, there's no way this is who she's like gonna try to date long term.
0: Yeah, I have to say that I relate because when my sister came to paradise, as yeah. much as I loved having her as like that emotional crutch, yeah, it was not good for me. Like no. I just was going to hang out with her and stick by her side and not go and meet new people. It was just yeah. it was bad. Uh also, just think I should add that um it is crazy the fact that like we get Two, we get a set of guy twins for the first time right just yeah. like the ferguson twins and it seems like oh it's like revolutionary and then for them to be like that is weird like it's, for them to be eliminated at night one is is super crazy i have like, a feeling could we the, find
4: yeah could the,
0: we found some like more dynamic twins
4: well i think the casting department probably thought they hit a home run by finding two good looking yeah guy yeah. twins to come on the show and agree to come on the show And then the casting department's watching Night One's episode, and they're like, "You got to be kidding me! Like we worked so hard for this moment for years. This was our this is our big get, and now they're gone. I'm sure they're upset. Um, You know, it's hard, Ashley. If if I'm if we're both honest, to have too much of a judgment on Night One because it is such a weird environment. It there are a lot of nerves. There's a lot of anxiety. Some people flourish in it. Some people don't, and it takes them weeks to kind of come out of their shell. And actually show off who they are and what they stand for. And so, yes, the two of them didn't shine on night one. It doesn't mean, I mean, they have a social media following. Maybe they're more comfortable kind of behind that. Uh, but they just didn't show up.
0: Who are they did? funny on social media? Did you look this up?
4: I think they dance. I don't know.
0: Oh, I think dancers.
4: it's I think it's like TikTok. They're
0: TikTok dancers. TikTokers.
4: Well, the the other person that went home was somebody that did show up to night one and he showed up well. And he's a memorable character from night he showed one. Up
0: well. yeah. <laughs> Robbie, um,
4: showed up well. Yeah. Robbie showed
0: up well. I a, like Robbie. I want to date you way, but like, well, Ruby, to us Roby. as an audience, I liked
4: Roby. I thought that dude had something to him that we needed to see more of. And I hope we can see more of it. I liked Roby. I thought he had confidence. I thought he put on a tux uh, that he looked, he, he played the part. Um. yes, he was probably, like, not fitting in with the group, but I, I think long-term, Roby's one of those types of guys that might, like, grow on you a bit, and you're like, I <laughs> could date this dude. No. Uh,
0: entertainment for life. Now, we talked about this with Gabby and Rachel, so pardon us if you're kind of hearing this conversation for the second time, but the fact that they pulled the guys out to eliminate them instead of doing it at the rose ceremony to me, felt more like a personal ouch. Yeah. At least if you get eliminated at the night one rose ceremony, you're like, oh, you know, they didn't get to know me, whatever. But like they pull them aside and they're like, you know, we did get to know you and we don't like it.
4: I I, I know that there's no right way, as we told them, to eliminate people. There isn't, right? I mean, there's. you can think of the, a thousand ways to do it. And I do feel like the personal kind of thing uh, rejection is uh, at the time it feels better to do because you're feeling like you're giving people um, that, that, that time. However, I watched it and I was just like, Oh, how would you like to be the three dudes that don't even make it to week two? Like you're just, you can't even, you can't even make the cut that didn't exist. Like they're not having a rose ceremony. You couldn't even make the cut that did not happen. You couldn't even make it to the first row ceremony the connection was so bad
0: (laughs) but also what they did was probably the right thing to do could you imagine them going through like 28 roses or how was there 32 guys yeah they go for 29 roses and just be like the three that are eliminated there no like what they did was right but it also is just like it's it hurt it hurt
4: to watch and i can't imagine like you know you you think about the people going back home so those guys are on a flight that night or the next morning to go back home they they pull up to their parents house or to their apartment their parents are like what happened you're like i got eliminated they're like oh you got eliminated night 1 dang they're like well kind of uh-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like half of night 1 kind yeah. of
4: <laughs> like, yeah
0: to make them feel better if the girls only talk to half the guys, that means, like, let's just, for sake of easy math, say, like, they talk to 15 guys. So then they were rejected from a pile of 15 guys, not a pile of 30.
4: The, yeah, you're making—yeah, that's <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. You know, this happens now twice, where before the rose ceremony even existed, somebody goes home. Last uh, time it was with Ryan. If you remember Ryan in the notebook, uh, was that, wasn't that night one or not night—was that the week after—
0: what do you mean, Ryan with a notebook?
4: He wrote like oh, a notebook. Oh, Ryan book. with
0: the notebook full of tips. Yeah,
4: that felt yeah, that early was week, on to me. I don't I feel know. feel like if that it was, was week one. Was it week one? I don't know. It was yeah. sometime around there. But uh, these two women, they let Roby and the two twins, I don't remember their names, uh, unfortunately, go home. Uh, so they don't make it to the first race. But the guys are going on to week two, most of them. And uh, that's kind of where the episode ends. Which brings us then to the preview for the rest of the season, which, Ashley, you had a lot of feelings on. So walk us through the preview for the rest of the season. What were your thoughts? What were you thinking? Uh, And do you get more excited after watching that preview for what's going to happen?
0: I get a little concerned after watching the preview Okay, that um, it's not going to end happily for one of them. Uh, There's a lot of tears. I think there will be a guy who... Well, it's pretty obvious there will be a guy that goes from, like, team so-and-so to the other team. And that'll be hard. Uh, we see Rachel get some roses rejected, so it seems like there will be a time where, like, they have to draft their team. And the guys, of course, have a say on which team they're going to go to. It's a mutual, or it's a 50-50 decision. <clears throat> Um And then I'm just excited where things go with Rachel and Tino because we see so much of them. Oh, my God. If if something happens with Tino, that would be devastating. <laughs> so, I'm already so invested in them. And I think that is basically what I gathered from. We also don't see any like um preview of an engagement.
4: We didn't. But they're both happy. There was something.
0: They're both happy. Yeah, you can be happy and also be single.
4: Yeah, I, I I would agree. I wrote a book about it.
0: Yeah. Has anybody ever left? Anybody ever left the show and said, "Yeah, got off the show. How was my experience?" You know, tease us the ending, and then they go, "I'm miserable." (laughs) Like none of them have ever been like I'm miserable, and there's definitely been people that should have said that.
4: Yeah, I get it. Um, I think the preview pointed to uh, some more drama uh that we kind of expect i will say that tino is definitely a front runner i think he is his storyline with rachel is going to be impactful at some level uh i'm curious to see how this whole like teaming up what side are you on plays out because it feels like a really hard math problem to me like i have to pick you you have to pick me we have to be in our top 15 now let's do the the checklist to see if I'm on your team or if I'm on the other team. I don't know how that's going to play out. I'm still curious about that, but it is going to be a good season, Ashley. Uh, And I am still more excited than ever about Gabby and Rachel and watching them together on television, but also seeing how their individual experiences play out. So first, it's a great first episode. We're going to be back next week, breaking down the second episode. Uh, We're going to have it for you as soon as we watch it, which will be like on a Tuesday, uh, I think is when we'll, we'll be sharing these episodes now. So watch it on Monday night, break it down on a Tuesday morning and get it out to you right here on the Almost Famous Podcast. But until then, I've been Ben.
0: I've been Ashley. See you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous
1: Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com power safely. available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule.
4: It's flexible, simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
2: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps)